Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. It's the 17th of November, and we are back with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan, your faithful as ever host. And I'm here with my formidable guest, Ashton Turson. Ashton, thanks for joining us again. Yeah, of course. So, Ashton, you mentioned yesterday that you were baptized three years ago. Do you want to just tell people about what that was, where that came from, and kind of what that meant to you? Yeah, so I can recall that I just had this feeling like, you know, because me and Jenny have been going to Victory Point for probably like the four years prior to that point. And, you know, I was getting more and more comfortable. And I just, I just felt more like Victory Point was kind of like starting to become my church family. And um, I had originally been raised Catholic. I grew up in a Catholic household. My mother was Catholic. And um, I was, I got through like the sacrament of communion as a child, but then I didn't like fully get confirmed into the Catholic church. I kind of, once I got into high school, I kind of fell away. And, uh, you know, as I got older, I started getting more and more involved, especially like once I got out of college and kind of became a real adult, I kind of like developed more of a relationship with God. And then we going through, going to victory point and, you know, like I said, starting to feel like it just kind of felt like, like, felt like the place I was supposed to be. And uh, I was like, you know what, I'd really like to get baptized, especially like growing up Catholic, like baptism is a big deal. And it is so different than if you're a CRC, whatever you want to denomination you want to put it as, you know, baptism's a big deal. And it was kind of like a, like a point in my life where I wanted to, like I was starting a, a new chapter in my life. Mm. And yeah, uh, yeah no, and it was, it was a great experience. Mm. Yeah. And since then you, um, you've kind of come alive in your faith a little bit. I mean, I mean it's a marker that, your faith was coming alive, yeah. Know? But um, it was cool to be able to journey with you through some discipleship with some other guys, and um, and to see how hungry you were for Scripture and for knowing God and for living differently. That was a really cool um, transformation that occurred. So thanks for thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. Um, hey, well, we're gonna read uh, Psalm one hundred today. Um, if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and read this and then love to hear just what strikes you about this passage. Does that sound good? Absolutely. All right. So this is Psalm 100. It's only five verses. It's not very long. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us and we are his, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. 
For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Ashton, what's one word or phrase that's kind of grabbing your attention out of this? Well, what's grabbing me is uh, we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Yeah. And I was like, man, I felt like we were just talking about sheep yesterday. And now we're <laughs> 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 I was like, this must be the, maybe this is like the week of the sheep. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I was kind of just like looking at it like, man, they're trying to paint a picture in my head of, of just us being herd sheep. Yeah. And, and if anything, it's like, there's so much of the big picture that God knows and is in control of. We are just his sheep, his fenced in sheep on his farm in a way. Uh-huh. And he's, you know, he his his love endures forever. Yeah. And his faithfulness can continues through all generations. And it's like there's so much that he's taking care of for us that we do we're bound in we're bound in our field that we don't even we can't even grasp grasp the surface. So what's the hardest thing about being sheep? Like you're describing it as a really good thing, but then why do we need to be told that we're sheep of his pasture? What's, what do you think could be hard about that? Oh, I guess maybe sometimes trying to understand God in the present. Yeah. And not, not, not talking about just the present in terms of like, okay, God's working on something right now, but, and I don't understand what, where's the end game and what he's cooking up right now. And it could be, why are these things happening? why are these things happening? And they're happening for a reason, but I don't understand that reason right now, but I want to understand the reason right now. So that way it just makes more sense. But unfortunately it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I have a friend who, um, who read passages like this and I, um, he, he would often say something like sheep. Really? I'm not a sheep. I'm a human being with a brain. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I'm as dumb as a sheep. I mean, you know, we can figure some things out here. We, we have brains. Yeah. And uh, we're, I get we're his point. intellectual creatures. <laughs> yeah. But where does that like, what advantage does that really give to us? You know, in, in, spiritually speaking, what advantage does our cognitive brain really give to us over sheep? Um, and sometimes I think it gets us in more trouble than anything. Is oh, absolutely. Trying to predict the future, trying to learn from our mistakes. Oftentimes we just learn wrong. We predict wrong. We develop bad habits. Um, and compared to the wisdom of God, we are kind of like dumb as sheep, you know, like yeah. we, we don't know what's going on. We don't know where we're going. We can't see the future. We don't have eternal and everlasting wisdom for every situation. Like, so, but I do think there's something in us that doesn't want to be sheep. You know, we, we want to think of ourselves as more in control, maybe more yeah. control of our lives, more, um, more aware and smart about the future and about the past, more self-serving, you know, like w- more self-sustaining and um, 
uh, self-reliant than sheep might be. Like sheep have to be fed and have to be taken care of and have to be protected. Mm -hmm. And I think we want to think of ourselves as stronger and more resilient than sheep are. And sheep are really vulnerable. I don't think we want to think of ourselves as vulnerable to the elements, to, you know, other, you know, danger. I mean, the passage we read yesterday was, you know, about some sheep, even other sheep butting the smaller sheep around. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're even vulnerable to each other. So I think there's a lot of downsides to being sheep, <laughs> you know, the, at least in terms of our own self-perceptions, like the way that we view ourselves, it would be a, be a huge demotion to think of ourselves as sheep compared to how we normally think of ourselves as close to, you know, close to God. Godly. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I like how we were bringing up like the fact that humans, we want to be self-reliant. So like, I, I don't know why this popped in my head, but you know, we talk about self-reliance and well, you know, we grow all our own food. We grow all our own crops, you know, think of all the cornfields that are around victory point. But yeah, at the end of the day, God made it rain for those crops to grow. You can't make you know, corn grow. <laughs> you can't make corn grow. You need you need good weather. You need a lot of things to go the crops way in order for it to grow. I mean, what if there was a massive drought? You're not going to grow crops if there's a big drought going on. Yeah. I mean, you know, we like to think that we did all this, but at the end of the day, God is still making all these things happen for us to exist. Yeah, absolutely. To to recognize that um as my um as my professor said in seminary she said um nothing good happens apart from the holy spirit and um to really recognize that makes you feel kind of vulnerable like yeah kind of right um even corn growing like you said you can put all the ingredients in the right spot but only god can make it grow the g- life comes from god and yep. Goodness comes from God. Um, healing comes from God. I mean, I'm talking to my uh, girls about um, like when they get uh, a small little scratch, not even a scratch. Um, we, we talk about um, like healing, you know, um, well, let's pray to God to heal it, you know? And then they go, did God heal my owie? Like three days later, you know, <laughs> God heal my owie. My rational brain, non sheep brain says, no, God didn't heal you. You, you, uh, your antibodies rushed in, and you had the hemoglobin, whatever, and it formed a scab, and it, and your cells reconstructed, and you know, there's back, back to normal. Um, shame on me, <laughs> you know. Like all healing is God's healing. So even like a tiny little non-scratch, um, did God heal that? Yeah. Who else healed it? It wasn't Satan, you know. Like, mm-hmm. um. It had to have been God. Only God can heal. So everything is attributable to God, even though we want to rationalize it, intellectualize it, empiricize it, all that stuff. Um, and you could you could think of it this way too, where it's like, you know, I got an owie and got, like you say, all the hemoglobin and the, the clotting and stuff, but God created our bodies so yeah. that that would happen. Uh-huh. It's not like our bodies just, happen to do that by coincidence because like yeah. what if we what if we get a little paper cut and our bodies don't know how to do that we're just going to bleed out 
you bleed know, to death. But God, we should bleed to death from a paper cut, but God, God created us that we, you know, that we, we clod and, you know, our, our wounds heal. Yes. Yep. I think God is both passively and actively involved in every aspect of life, meaning he set up the systems to work that way. So our bodies are the kinds of bodies that heal. And if your body heals, that is God's healing. Like he's actively involved in that too. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no little iota of creation that is not existing without God's um, direct support and help. So um, when you look at a, a passage like this, it is he that made us just like what you just said. And we are his, we are his people in the sheep of his pasture. God made us and God sustains us. Mm-hmm. And so when we enter his gates with thanksgiving, his course with praise, we come with a lot to be thankful for. You know, mm-hmm. we're vulnerable, uh, weak, uh, incapable sheep who, um, or as my friend said, I'm just a, um, a turtle on a post. Like I didn't get here by myself. We, we, we come, we come into God's presence going, yeah, all of that was you. Um, none of it was me. So thank you, God, for every single thing that I have in life. Uh, every single part of who I am is, and what I have is owed to you. So it's good context for worship just to realize our, our finitude, our smallness, our vulnerability, our sheepness. It's um, good context for worship. Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in for today's podcast. Um, Let's remember that we are God's people. We're the sheep of his pasture, that we are vulnerable and uh, dependent on God's active um, presence and work in our lives. And how does that shape and form the ways that we treat one another and treat creation and um, worship God? So um, let's get out of this one we're gonna um be back with you tomorrow with another psalm psalm 95 so we will be back with you tomorrow morning talk to you later bye thanks for listening to the bible reading plan podcast if you have any reflections on the scripture we just read please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message we'd love to hear from you Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.